0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show episode 73 tonight with me, a full cast. Uh, I'm your host, Kellen, but we have Tim, Ron, and Dave with us. Everybody say hi real quick.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. Hey, this is Ron. Hey, everybody. Dave.
0: Uh, so welcome back, Ron and Dave. Well, D- Dave, I don't remember last time we saw you, but Ron. That was a long time. Ron, welcome back as well.
1: Ron, note. Ron, no. <laughs>
0: Uh, So, big show uh, this week because it's the... uh, Well, our Nexus 6 review is now out. Uh, You can pre-order it at some places. Some places have been delayed. Anyway, there's lots of Nexus 6 stuff going on. We've also got Lollipop coming out to all sorts of Nexus devices and some non-Nexus devices. Note 4 review is done. Xperia Z3V review is done. YouTube announced something called Music Key. There's a lot. So... Let's, uh, let's start first with Nexus 6 review. So I've, I've had it for a couple of weeks now. have the blue model, midnight blue model. And uh, you know we've talked about it. It's obviously a whale. It's a giant device. Uh, for the most part, though, I actually kind of like it just because it has this really nice build quality. Um, even though it is a giant, huge uh, sea creature, it, uh, it's kind of fun to use, and a lot of that, I think, is because of Lollipop. Uh, camera's decent, battery's decent most of the time, performance is pretty good most of the time. Uh, it's, it, I would say it's the nicest Nexus we've ever seen, uh, best camera in a Nexus we've ever seen. Uh, the only problem is you can't really buy it anywhere. Um, Google Play sold out, Motorola sold out, pre order through AT&T. Uh, with a ship date of next week. T-Mobile canceled their launch date, pushed it a week. Sprint is doing direct sales, I believe, tomorrow. Verizon hasn't mentioned it, neither is U.S. Cellular. So uh, anyways, like, I'm a huge fan of the Nexus 6. I don't know that it'll be uh, my go-to phone going forward just because I mean, this thing it, it really is that big. It's fun to use, but... I just I don't know I don't know if I can do this so I'm back on the Moto X for a little bit because it has Lollipop which we'll talk about in a minute um, and so I'm gonna see like, if I miss this or not I do miss the camera already because this has a better camera than the Moto X uh, but otherwise I don't know the size is kind of scary I have a white version coming so when that comes maybe I'll switch back and then try to decide or whatever so uh, none of you have the Nexus 6 because you can't get one yet Dave you ordered one though right
2: uh, yeah, I got an order in on that first batch on October 29th.
0: And you still don't have shipping? Or uh, I checked right? it earlier,
2: it's still showing the 21st of November as estimated. So not, that's not even a guarantee that it's going to leave the warehouse.
0: That's crazy. So at t is telling everyone that theirs will ship, I think, around the 18th. And that's ship. T-Mobile is planning to launch on the 19th now. And Sprint, if they're direct filling, means basically you can go into a store and they'll order it for you. I would imagine those probably won't arrive till the 19th or 20th as well. So it sounds like that's kind of the day. And I think Motorola store orders are showing a similar date. So that's kind of the day, I guess. Is the 19th, 20th? Something like that. Uh, Anybody have any thoughts uh, maybe after reading the review or after looking at Play Store listings for the last couple of weeks or... I don't know. What are you guys thinking about Nexus 6? What about the camera samples I had or battery life? or I don't know. Any new thoughts besides what I've just shared? I mean, I what you did in the
2: review, those
0: pictures. Somebody talking because it's really quiet.
1: What'd but you David's say, talking? Dave? Say yeah. again. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, I'll go then. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I think the Nexus 6 is great. You know, it looks like a good phone. After all the reviews that I've read so far, I think everyone thinks, you know, Lollipop is fantastic. You know, the overall phone is good, but it's just too big, um, unless someone really wants a phone that size. Like, for me, I'm going to wait for the Moto X on AT&T to get Lollipop, and then I think it'll be the best phone ever. You know, I mean, <laughs> like, like to me, the LG G3 was I kind of in my thought, the phone of the year, just because, you know, it had an awesome display. It had the first, you know, QHD display on Android, you know, here in America. And then you had the 13 megapixel camera, but with the Moto X, you know, it feels good in the hand, and the display is not bad at it by any means. And, you know, the camera might be a little more poor than the Nexus 6, but I think once it gets Lollipop. It's going to be an awesome experience. I think uh, you were the one that showed me, you know, the the speed of Lollipop on the Nexus 6 versus the Moto X is quite a bit different. It is. So to me, I'm going to stick with the Moto X. You know, with this cool leather back and stuff, it just feels so good. So, hate to say it, but I'm not like a huge fan of the Nexus 6 only because of the size.
0: Yeah, that size is kind of a killer. So, during my Moto X review, I mentioned how the phone had grown and a lot of people complained about the new moto x because we feel like last year's moto x was such a great size and perfect fit and so that when the new moto x came out i remember kind of complaining a lot of people were saying you know why they go bigger uh, and then i went on to the next six for the last like three weeks or whatever and now i'm back on the moto x and it feels tiny and i'm talking about the new version like i hold this thing in hand i if you spend you could spend a day I think with the Nexus 6 and go to any other phone and it would feel small. Like I may just go to the Note 4 and just see how small the Note 4 feels because of that thing. It's crazy how big it is. I mean, would people say it's huge? That's not an exaggeration. It is huge. So, it's like sitting there staring at me. I want to use it cuz it's a pretty cool phone, but I mean, it's a two-hander all the way. It's so huge. I, I think I did this last week, but here it is next to
2: the Moto X.
1: Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's, it's crazy.
2: What about uh, performance for Lollipop? Uh, like with uh, the Moto X compared to, say, the Nexus 6.
0: Yeah, so we were um, as, a, as a group, we were talking about this kind of off the air yesterday. And So performance-wise, I I'll try to cut this story short. Performance-wise, in my review, I mentioned that there's kind of some, I don't want to call it leg, but it's it's like sometimes you press home or you open the camera or you press the app switcher or you tap on a notification to go into an app and there's almost like this pause on the Nexus 6 and it does it on the Nexus 9 as well which is kind of odd Um, and on Lollipop on the Moto X it's that's not there at all. It's The Moto X with the Lollipop is crazy fast. I mean, it's every single thing you do, just you whip right through it, transitions are fast, there's none of that delay. Um, and so, one theory on why the Nexus 6 and Nexus 9 kind of have that delay is because they ship encrypted. Um, and apparently, a device that ships encrypted with 5.0, you can't unencrypt it. And uh, there's at least a guy on um, Google Plus that took a Nexus 5, um, ran a disk read speed test and uh, encrypted versus unencrypted and the encrypted version was like drastically slower. And so one theory is that performance on the Nexus 6 and Nexus 9 isn't as awesome as it might be on some of these other devices because of that reason it's encrypted. And you know I don't know that anyone's fully confirmed that yet, but that could be. So long story short, Lollipop on the Nexus 5 and on the Moto X is crazy fast. On the Nexus 6, it's pretty fast. On the Nexus 9, I've had lots of performance issues on mine, so I don't know what the deal is there. So, yeah. I can't wait for everyone to get Lollipop on their devices.
1: <laughs> I think that's kind of the hard thing for me is say, you know, it's hard to judge a device to the Nexus 6 or, like, the Moto X with Lollipop because a lot of these phones, like the Galaxy Note 4, Galaxy S5, and LG G3, sure, they'll get Lollipop. I think that experience is just going to be a lot different than the stock Android version Mm -hmm. just because of the OEM skin and all that, and it'll be really interesting to see, especially Samsung for me because we've already seen kind of what LG is getting at because of a few uh, leaks that we've seen with videos. So... Samsung, to me, is the big one. Like, what are they going to do with Lollipop? Lollipop is absolutely gorgeous. Feels great in hand. Like, I got it on the Nexus uh, 7. I got it on the Nexus 9. And I'm just waiting to get it on the Moto X. But uh, so far, it feels great. And I'm kind of worried that Samsung and LG may not kind of deliver. And, you know, same thing with HTC. I don't know what they're going to do yet with Lollipop either. And I'm curious to see how these skins look with Lollipop. Um, I mean, is it going to suck? I think so, possibly, because I love Lollipop so much, I don't want to see it, you know, hindered by, you know, software performance. Because that was my problem with the Note 4, the S5. I mean, I always feel like my performance is getting dragged down by TouchWiz or Nature UX or whatever LG's calling their stuff. And, um, and that's frustrating.
0: Lollipop almost is, I'm not, this this is probably a terrible thing to say, Lollipop, it's almost like it's the new Android skin, because it's so different. Like, you put it on, like, you yeah. This I don't even know how to explain this, but like when you got Sense in the early days, like when we thought it was good back in the day. I remember we were like, oh Sense, it's actually a good skin. It makes Android look better. Remember how terrible Android used to look? And like Sense tried to spice it up. Touch was just kind of always been terrible. But there were some skins that weren't bad. And it's like now we've got Lollipop, it's almost like it's a skin on top of stock Android because it looks so damn good. It's like its own I don't know. It's it's awesome.
2: Yeah, everybody Actually. wanted that sense black bar because we all that's had right. the white froyo bar at the time. That's it's right. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Those were the days. Remember, yeah, there was everyone was trying to create mods to uh, just change the color from that ugly gray. I forgot about that, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for everyone to get this on the, especially the Moto X. And like you said, Tim, it's going to be different. Like with the Moto X, you get that sort of Google Vision. With Samsung devices, you're not going to get that much of a change, I don't think. Except, you know, like in the dialer. It looks like Samsung's reskinned all of their apps, but...
1: Yeah, but who just... uses those anyway? Yeah, I mean, no one. I was going to open one. up the Samsung stock messenger.
0: What is that? Uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I think HTC will do a good job. I think they'll... It, it won't look like Lollipop, but I think they'll use good colors, and I think it'll be really smooth. Um, LG, I don't know. Because the G, every almost everyone that owns a G3 at this point, it basically says it's slowed down and it's super laggy, so I just don't even know that I trust LG.
2: <laughs> my LG, or my G3 is not laggy.
0: Which one do you have? Which carrier?
2: The Verizon variant.
0: And it's fine?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you on stock software now?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have it, I have some tweaks, but it's still the stock run.
1: <laughs> He's got tweaks, he doesn't and count. My, and those are literally
2: just UI tweaks. I didn't mess with, like, a kernel or any of that stuff. You know,
3: like, you, you, just, ch- you changed cool. the kernel, right? Like, you're yeah. overclocking. No. <laughs> your, your phone runs a little warm, but it's super fast.
2: Yeah, I got that bugless beast running on it.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Peter Alfonso. Shout out to Peter, yeah. What up, Pete? Uh, so, I don't know. Lollipop, will, it'll, it's just, it, it, like you said, Tim, it's not going to be the same on those other devices. It Hopefully it'll help speed them up if they are having issues, but you're just not going to get Google's vision. It's going to be the TouchWiz vision of Lollipop, which... Not looking forward to.
2: It's a shame that they just don't do them as themes, like something that you could literally just switch off, like switch system from, you know, Google, you know, AOSAP to, you know, the TouchWiz colors and stuff. And that way it didn't really mess with the layouts too much, just Mm -hmm. with some different aesthetic, you know, maybe a color scheme or something that would differentiate. So if I looked at a screenshot, I'd be like, oh, You know, your status bar has that, you know, cool blue look. You know, you're using AOSP or, oh, it's white, so you've got, you know, the TouchWiz variant. Just something that would be, like, distinctive enough, but still, if you pull down the status bar, it would look the same no matter what lollipop device you were looking at.
1: It would probably help with the speed of updates, too. You know, they wouldn't have to rip the entire system and skin the thing and then bake it back in. That's the thing. Like, I think a lot of Samsung
3: enthusiasts, um, like... Um, I think they like the idea of keeping, like, if they like TouchWiz or whatever, because, you know, like, it does add functionality. Like, that's a real thing. Like, it absolutely adds functionality and and brings some things more forward than they would be otherwise. But it's at the expense of simplicity. Like, a lot of times it adds clutter, and a lot of times the, you know, the design of it is, I think, less appealing than stock Android.
1: It adds a a lot of clutter, Ron. I don't know, the last time you picked up, like, a new Samsung device that has a gazillion different settings no, for every single yeah, app in yeah, it. Know, when you do the, the two-finger
3: swipe, yeah, it's just, it's...
1: Yeah, I mean, it feels comprehensive, but at the same time, you feel like you're lost in this maze of settings. Yeah, and,
3: exactly, which, which, again, like, for some people, like, some people do like having their phones, like, tweaked out with, you know, every single setting possible, like, immediately accessible, even though you probably don't need them that way. Like, some people do like that, which is fine, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you lessen that, like that's, that's the only reason reason my Motorola is able to get updates out as fast as they can is because they don't add that much, you know, on top. And the things that they do add are separate software pieces, not like we're going to redesign everything, you know? Um, yeah, so just, I mean, it's, you would think that that would work in their favor and make them go, oh yeah, we can keep doing our software on the side and, you know, keep improving just our phones so that people want to buy our phones, but it, but give ourselves less work by not redesigning everything.
0: They think it differentiates them.
3: <laughs> they do, and Verizon does.
0: Yeah, Samsung definitely does because they keep creating new products that only work with their phones, which is frustrating. Which is
3: well, hey, if you wanna if you wanna work your ecosystem and say, hey, you should only buy Samsung stuff, that that idea does not bother me. You know, Motorola does the same thing, really. When you think about it, it's just everybody else steals Motorola's ideas, um, which, by the way, a great sign that you're doing good work if other people are stealing your stuff. Um, you know, nobody not a lot of people are stealing Samsung stuff. So but I think like, <laughs> no, the, it, it, like the idea of saying, hey, oh, let's LG. have stuff that, you know, makes our products look better over other things, that's fine. Like innovate in that way. But to say, hey, we're gonna completely redesign the phone so that it looks completely different and changes the way Android works, like, it's still Android, but like it's different. Like, you know, like a lot of the, a lot of the Samsung stuff, like it's getting it's not the same thing, but it's 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 I would say it's closer to Uh, like the Kindle reskin that I'm comfortable with.
0: I just wish they would give us an option to turn it all off. (laughs) I'm with Dave on that. I wish the first boot they would go, do you want Touchwiz or do you want stock Android? And yeah, what type of
1: experience? Yeah, what type of experience do you want? Stock Android or Touchwiz? But, you know, if they if they were able to still add in like multi-window or whatever on some of those devices, that would be great.
2: Well, you know, they could theoretically do it. I mean, we have Google Play services, which is, you know, adds a lot to your device that, you know, can be updated. Separately, so they could do the same thing with their overlays. They could, you know, have a package that goes into it, and literally you switch it off, and then all of their features just drop out. If they did it right,
0: it would be beautiful. Right,
2: yeah.
3: There's the ability to do that. It's just, I doubt they ever will.
2: I don't even
0: care if they ask me, like, to go to their website and punch in my IMEI to get a special code that then unlocks TouchWiz to bring, you know, like, the whole (laughs) bootloader situation like you have to do. I would Mm -hmm. even do that just to get stock, and then I might consider a Samsung device again.
1: I do believe, you know, um, the greatest Android phone ever made, the OnePlus One, does something kind of like that in regard to when you first boot, you know, yeah, ask if you want to do certain things, and um, how what type of settings you want, or like the hardware buttons versus software, or the on-screen versus hardware. Or even, or even something like Moto Maker when you're making your phone,
3: you know, like, oh, it's like the, you can sign in with your account, you can pick your wallpaper and all that add that on with skin stuff, you know? No, yeah,
1: like, hey, a- absolutely. I think it was funny when we were first talking about Moto Maker, but I think before it was official, people were talking about how maybe you could choose what CPU you want, how much RAM <laughs> you yeah, want in your dude. phone. I was so silly, like looking back on it now, like how stupid could we have been thinking that that was even a possibility? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, companies aren't going to. I feel like companies don't want to give you too many options. You know, they want, they do want you to use those services. Why else would they invest so much money into them? Right. So. And Samsung especially. I mean, you think that you know features like that and paying the engineers and all those guys to create that stuff is cheap? Oh, heck no.
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that Samsung... They, look, they make everything, right? They make everything on the planet. It makes sense that they would want you to just use all of their products. I think what drives me a little nuts is, not that I necessarily want one of their smartwatches, but I can't use any of them because I don't use a Samsung phone. You know, like the that new Gear S, whatever it's called, the with the You can actually put a SIM in it and make calls or
1: whatever.
0: Yeah, like I thought about what if we should test that, but like I don't really want to use a Samsung device on a daily basis, so I can't even test that thing. I know that sounds terrible. It's my job to test things, but come on. (laughs) Don't make me do it. That means I would have to get out a Samsung phone, set it all up just so that I could use the Gear S, which I'm probably going to hate anyway because it runs Tizen.
1: Exactly. We should be able to pick and choose a little bit about what we want to review. I think. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, it does not run Android. So it does. End of end of discussion.
0: Okay. I'm yeah, moving on from that. <laughs> um, all right. So, anyways, Nexus 6. we we'll, I'll just wrap that up real quick. Uh, Nexus 6 reviews out. If you want to read it, basically, I'm a big fan of the phone. It's a huge phone, but it's awesome if you can get a hold of one or like go into a store. Because I think most stores will probably have them on display at least. Play with it for a little bit. If you don't want that because it's huge, you kind of might want to look at the Moto X because it's the smaller version. Already, Well, if you buy the Pure Edition, it's already running lollipop. Um, AT&T pre-order is open now. Again, shipping around the 18th, we believe. T-Mobile's in-store launch is now the 19th. Uh, Sprint opens direct fill tomorrow or you can call and order or whatever. Uh, Let's see. Motorola had a restock yesterday. Sold out within about 30 minutes, I think. And that's kind of your only option. Google Play keeps restocking every Wednesday, but they're in stock for all of 10 seconds, maybe. I haven't even seen them in stock there in like two weeks. Uh, Lollipop, which we were just talking about, is already available now for the Moto X Pure Edition and the new Moto G 2nd Gen which is kind of crazy. Uh, So they're first. LG put out an announcement that said they were first because they were going to push out Lollipop to the G3 in Poland, of all places. Uh, But Motorola still beat them. It's kind of funny, actually. LG was like, we're the first global manufacturer to push out Lollipop. And like four days before, Motorola had started a soap test for it, which isn't technically official um and then yeah at, like the day after LG announces that the Moto X and Moto G actually do get it so LG's not first even though they have a giant press release I just thought
1: that was funny LG loves being first with everything even if it's not completely good right. or baked in the they other try one.
0: they try to scoop everyone with little press releases and then half the time you just go whatever LG
1: <laughs> get out of here go home LG <laughs> yeah. you're drunk
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know when the G3 is getting it anywhere else outside of Poland. They were just like, you know, we sold 100 of these in Poland. Let's start there. It's like their soap test.
1: They did say they did say G3 owners will have it by the end of the year. So there's a guesstimation of when you'll have it, which isn't that far along. I mean, we're mid-November already. We are. So, And I was saying uh, today, you know, NVIDIA confirmed. I see it's not on our list, but NVIDIA did confirm that uh, it's coming to the... Shield tablet on November 18th, which is only a few days away, oh, wow. and and I said, I was like, wow, you know, it really warms my heart to see manufacturers possibly listening to consumers and getting that update out as quick as possible. I think running the latest version of Android is very important to a lot of Android users, regardless of what, you know, manufacturer uh, or phone they have, so I think it's fantastic. the The high adoption rate we've seen, you know, of Lollipop so far, I think it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome to see how fast some of these companies are well it looks fast right they've had a, a developer preview developer
1: for months I but, will say oh sorry but, no, go ahead. I'm done I was you know I don't like I don't like the race aspect like i I follow a certain someone who happens to work HTCPR on Twitter and the guy he gets a little upset when he sees like other companies pushing out <laughs> lollipop before his and uh I, I don't see it as a race. Um to me I think as long as everyone, you know, has their update in a timely manner, whether it's before 90 days or what what have you, um everyone should be happy. It's a win-win I think for for consumers and the companies just to get it out as quick as possible. To me it's not a race. I just want consumers to have the best experience possible. That's not wanting it, a bad thing. It doesn't look great though when
0: Motorola's pushing these updates out before Google is. And LG, <laughs> yeah. who, and LG who's like the worst on the planet at updating anything, is pushing stuff out in Poland and HTC's like 90 days guys. Like they're like that's awesome and that's not that awesome when you look at it. Now. I mean, LG said by the end of the year, that's less than 90 days. Well, who knows what Samsung's doing. Motorola right. will be done and HTC is still working on – I mean, at this point, it doesn't look great for HTC, even though it did
2: lollipop initially.
1: It, but w- if, within 90 days is not bad. I mean, they say right. within 90 days. It doesn't say on, on the 90th day you will have Lollipop. Yes, right. you will have it, but it could come before then, and I think that's good. And with Sense, you know, they do add quite a bit of stuff uh, with Sense. So it does take time to develop all that stuff, but at the same time, 90 days is not that bad, considering that the you know the history we've gone through with right. these carriers and updates it used to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we never even got time frames. We there was no transparency whatsoever on social media. <laughs> Who knows? You're um, gonna get an update. Exactly. Now all these companies are taking to social media. They're being interactive or you know um, proactive with their consumers and saying, hey, here's when you're gonna get your goods. Chill. And I think that's really important. That's a good step. It's a step in the right direction. They've all created pages where you can see the update timelines, like, hey, we're in development. Hey, we're testing it. We need carrier approval. And the carriers are another big part of this issue. You know, that's what he was saying, like...
0: They are know, the show- issue.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah, sure, a soap test is going out, but who knows if they have U.S. carrier approval. That's nearly impossible to do. <laughs> <laughs> like. Dude yeah it's but you know it. like
0: when the developer and unlocked edition of the one m a gets it they 're going to go
1: it 's out there
0: like it 's this big deal, and the same thing it didn 't need approval exactly to say, they're all it's it 's a fight it is now because it 's been such a pain point for so many years that all these um all these manufacturers they are now fighting, which is good for us it 's good for consumers that they 're finally taking it serious, and they 're trying to push these out as fast as they can. I just want to know was instead of making the submarine camera thingy. Shouldn't HTC have been downloading the like preview code and working on this thing? No, re-first. They had to do a terrible little camera thing. Uh, it's not terrible, I don't know that. They had to do a little gimmicky camera thing
1: no, first. That's unconfirmed. it's <laughs> that unconfirmed. The re-camera, I think that arrives tomorrow. I do believe you can purchase one. I think they ship when, out or whatever. Wouldn't Wouldn't know. know. Yeah, I know. Neither would I. We we didn't even get a press release. I don't think so. Wouldn't wouldn't know. Dave would know. He was at the event.
0: Yeah, he was. Dave, did you get a press release about the re camera going out tomorrow?
2: No, I did not.
0: Shocking.
1: (laughs) Thanks, HTC. I'll let you know within ninety days.
0: Don't worry. (laughs) Thanks, HTC. We'll be glad to review that someday. All right, so yeah, the updates are coming out to non-Nexus devices, Uh, but speaking of Nexus devices, we have factory images out for Nexus 5, uh, both Nexus 7 Wi-Fi models, so the 2012 and 2013 Wi-Fi models, and the Nexus 10. Uh, There's also a new image out for the Nexus 9 because it already received its first OTA update. Uh, Then OTA updates, we have... We have files, I think, for Nexus 5, both Nexus 7s now, and the Nexus 10. So if you want to update and you don't want to wait for that thing to hit your Nexus, uh, you can do that. You can either do it manually or whatever you want. So, uh, yeah, get on that. And the Nexus 4 is coming, we believe, this afternoon, probably. So uh, Google wasn't as fast as Motorola, but (laughs) uh, they're pushing updates now, finally. And uh, I updated my wife's Nexus 5, went fine. So go the OTA, if, or go the manual OTA update route. It's really easy. Takes all of a couple of ADB commands. And speaking of ADB, I, I got Tim back on ADB. We're, we were talking about this. You, you guys, I don't remember, I don't know the last time Ron, you or Dave, used ADB. But Tim and I sometimes, well, for a while, we kind of avoided it because back in the Windows, when we were both on Windows, oh. and it was like the OG droid and, like, all these things, ADB was, like, the worst thing ever. <laughs> it was <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I mean, you had to, like, find some... Like some I remember when Kosh was creating, like, the ultimate driver for ADB because... You had to find a new driver for like everything. Nothing ever worked. It was like the worst experience ever. And we've since switched to Macs for the last few years, um, and it's it's just even and it's just endless. even easier than ever. But
1: it was very convoluted back on the PC, but now with Mac, I just I down because yeah, you needed drivers, but now you just download the SDK, punch in a couple of uh, commands there <laughs> on the old keyboard. And uh, you're up and running. I was like, totally, I was like, whoa, killing. What's what this of magic.
2: magic? I wanted to switch to a Hackintosh full-time was because I didn't want to deal with ADB. Hmm. So those Pretty much. Remember, so.
0: Yeah, the only thing different is typing dot slash. That's it. It's so much easier. So anyways, yes, if you haven't given uh, ADB a look in a while, feel free to uh, give it a second try. It's uh, Everything's much easier now, at least it seems like. Which is good.
1: And it makes you feel smart, too. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. I'm a hacker. I can code. I can code. (laughs) Well, I had to.
0: So I I put the the initial uh, lollipop for the Moto X Pure Edition over the weekend on my phone. And apparently that wasn't final. There was uh, another update they issued. And so I had to, like, flash. There's apparently, like, Moto X factory images, basically, now, too. And so I had to flash back to 4.4.4. I really felt like it was the old days where you flash back and then update. It was awesome. I felt like it was uh, 2009 all over again. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's kind of all the lollipop news. Moto X, Moto G, G3 coming soon. Uh, as Tim mentioned, the 90 days for HTC doesn't necessarily mean in 90 days. You'll see it. We could see HTC updates any day now, actually. Uh, and then Nexus devices are all rolling out. And um, a Googler just announced this afternoon that the uh, Nexus 4 update is coming soon. So we'll have a link as soon as we can. I would imagine the factory image for the Nexus 4 will be out as well. So if you have a Nexus 4 and you have been feeling left out, you are about to join the fun. So uh, let's see, Tim posted his Galaxy Note 4 review this week. Tim, you want to talk Galaxy Note 4?
1: Yeah, sure. I spent quite a bit of time with that device. Um, had it for a couple of weeks and then finally got the review up. But, you know, we had so much else going on. But uh, yeah, the device is good. Um, I will say I do believe it to be quite possibly uh, the best Note device that they've made in the series from the Note 2, Note 3. I, I did never tried the original Note, so I can't compare to that. But 5.7-inch QHD display, Super AMOLED, Absolutely gorgeous. I know Kellen can also attest, uh, testify to that because he also has one in house. And you know the, the the faux leather they have on the back now feels a lot more kind of realistic uh, than the faux leather they had on the Note Three. So the Note Four definitely gets my vote there as well. 60 megapixel shooter is absolutely stunning. Not only does it take you know massive billboard shots, but highly detailed, great color, um, absolutely fantastic. You know the screen has a good amount of saturation. So. You know, home button, still there uh, for people who want home buttons. There you go. And the chamfered edges. You know, my overall take from the phone was, like, good display, good performance, has the Snapdragon 805 with 3 gigs of RAM, but also the design. Samsung's design, you know, it's much like the Galaxy Alpha. It has these chamfered edges along, you know, the whole exterior and sides of the device, and it's pretty sexy, you know. It's big, but it's manageable. You will need two hands, but, you know, at the same time, saying compared to the Next to six. You know, you may not you may not always need to use two hands, which could be important. But uh, it feels pretty good. It feels kind of cold, and, and it's a, it feels really premium. So, and of course, the stylus is there. You've Got S Pen, all that new stuff. TouchWiz running on top of Android four point four point four, Lollipop. I'm sure is inbound. They're not going to you know leave it hanging for too long. But so, from what I take away is that it's a good phone a little hindered by TouchWiz as with any other Samsung device. You know, I feel like it's a little bit slower, You know whether that's Knox or encryption stuff. and I don't know. Samsung's been up in their security game too, but it's a good phone. It just has a really gorgeous display and fantastic camera. Those were my two like huge points. I was like, OMG, the camera's fantastic and the display of the Super AMOLED just looks great. So there you have it.
0: I haven't played much with the Note 4, uh, but the few times I have, it feels really nice. I, I, like last year's Note, the Note 2, I wasn't a huge fan of. But, uh, this thing feels really premium. I mean, Samsung did a hell of a job with this phone, actually.
1: Yeah, I had a couple of people ask me why I didn't talk more about some of the features, like the fingerprint scanner and the heart rate monitor, and my only reply was like, "Oh, I had no idea I was even supposed to use those things." <laughs> like because you know, being that it's a like in the home button, you still have to swipe your thumb across it. Sorry. That's just—it's not intuitive enough for me. Mm. Like the way Apple does it, it's fine. You just place your thumb on it, and it totally works. But I'm not going to swipe my thumb across it. It, it doesn't to,
0: work half the time anyway. So.
1: Exactly. It, it's worthless. Uh, so whether it's good or bad, I just decided to omit it from the review completely. And then the heart rate monitor—I found uh, from the Galaxy S5. Maybe it got better on the Note Four, but I don't do a lot of running. <laughs> so I don't really check my heart rate all too much. And if I did, I just had my Moto 360 on me the whole time, and that can check my heart rate just fine. So I'm sorry if I didn't get to the heart rate monitor, but I no apologies. I have no regrets. I put in, in, your,
0: in your defense, I'm sure they're the same terrible ones that are in the Galaxy S5. I mean, yeah, do exactly. we know where they updated at all? Because they, they were bad in the Galaxy S5, so I can't yeah, imagine I, they're any better.
1: Yeah, whether that you know was a software issue that they fixed or something, I don't know. Yeah, I can go back and add it, but... Uh, the heart rate monitors is not something I personally use. You know, we try and review devices, I think, the way we use them. And for me, the way I use the device is uh, I play a lot of games, I shoot a lot of pictures, and, and I browse the web and watch YouTube videos. So kind of based on the way I use a device and I think the way a lot of other people would just use, like, a basic smartphone with a really good camera, then that's what I'm going to go to. You know, this thing being how large it is, it's not geared towards a jogger where he's going to go take it out and then, you know, test their heart rate on it. So I just review the device the way I I, I use phones.
3: And And that's the thing. When you're writing a review, like, when you look at any of the reviews we do, they're gigantic, like, with the amount of stuff that we're trying to cover and sometimes with, you know tight deadlines and so like you can't cover absolutely everything if you look at anybody's review they don't cover everything it's just impossible
0: it is impossible the if you if you tried to cover every single thing about a phone in a review it would be 30 pages long yeah like and, some of our reviews going are really and long
3: going like who cares about that like i don't care about that why are you writing about that like there there are plenty of details about a phone that you can write about but it's it's a matter of you know, figuring out okay, what's the most important thing that people are going to care about knowing about?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. we try to focus on the big things. Uh, so, No4, I'm actually tempted to, like, I have a Verizon No4 laying here. I'm tempted to like activate it for just a couple of weeks.
1: Nah, dude, don't bother. It just,
0: it just feels so good though that <laughs> metal, so and I kind of want to. Uh, there's, I've always, I think I've talked about this before. I always want to play with the S Pen but I never know what to do with it. I'm always like, this is so cool. And then I like pull it out, and I draw like a dog, and I'm like, what else do I yeah. use this thing you, for? You just send dogs to Tim all day. <laughs> just send pictures of puppies
1: to Tim all day. I, I, I would just practice my signature over and over again. <laughs> I was like, I now would be a good time to change my signature because I just have time to practice, delete, practice, delete. A little bit more fancy. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going for. And um, I got it pretty good, I think. But regardless, (laughs) the S Pen actually feels pretty good. And when I was um, doing the review, I was like, okay, I need to touch on the S Pen qualities of the device because it is a big selling point. Mm -hmm. And uh, I noticed that, you know, the the lasso, lassoing an image and sharing that, you know, it it actually works really good. And... um, the one thing I did not try... Sorry if that was loud. The one thing I do, did not do is you can have 16 windows running simultaneously on the Note 4, like 16 different windows of apps. And to me, that's just unrealistic. I don't know who would need that many windows running at the same time. But if you need it, it's there. 16 windows simultaneously. So that's good.
0: <laughs> I just want to like circle things and send them to people. And if there was some other functionality you went over in your review... It just makes some of that stuff makes sense. Like I think the Galaxy Note is Samsung's best phone. They've added meaningful functionality with the S Pen, and it's gotten more premium, and it has a big battery, and it still has the big display. If you want to go that route, like if I was buying a Samsung phone, I'd probably go the Note. I know that sounds weird. I hate big phones, and I've talked about how much I hate big phones. But if I was going Samsung at this point, I'd probably go Note
1: 4. I think if the Galaxy Alpha had a bit much, uh, more power and wasn't kind of really laggy with TouchWiz and I would definitely go Alpha. I mean, I I really like that size and it has some really good specs, too. But I think the Galaxy S6, which I think will kind of feature this kind of flat and the chamfered edges, that'll be the phone to beat. Galaxy S6, my money's on it. So, and I really hope they ditch that waterproof stuff. You know, you don't need to have a flap on the bottom to make something waterproof. It was just really, it wasn't very attractive. Like, the Galaxy S5 was a huge step backwards. So I'm hoping the... um, The V1 will be much better.
0: Is the uh, Note 4 waterproof at all?
1: Nope. Okay.
0: Because it doesn't have that flap. You need the flap.
1: You need the flap, but then again, if you really need something that's waterproof, just go get the active, and then you're fine.
0: That's true. I mean, like, all the Sony phones have, like, four flaps. They flap everything.
1: Yeah, like, is that... That's not attractive. That's not intuitive. Can't you, like, invent a better way to waterproof something?
0: trying to charge a Sony phone is one of the most impossible things ever because they put the charge like the port is like up here on the corner and so you have to like open the flap try to plug it in up here it, instead of at the bottom it's kind of a mess super easy just pull up the flap <laughs> it's so annoying
1: <laughs> what um, was that
0: yeah that well that's the next one we're going to talk about so Ron's got Sony Xperia Z3v gotcha. which is like the C3, Z2, zombie device that Verizon's (laughs) selling. And uh, that that, that phone has wireless charging, though, but doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you you don't even have to use the flap if you don't want to. You don't Uh, want to, you can be flap-free. It's great. Yeah, so Ron reviewed that. Well, Tim, were you done with the Note 4? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off
1: Note 4. Nope, absolutely. I'm done. Um, It's a good step. You know, a lot of people are saying, "Eh, I don't know if it's worth the upgrade from the Note 3, but... You know, it's actually pretty good if you want that super AMOLED QHD display. If you want to see something that blows your mind, check out the display on the Note 4. It's legit. And the camera, it's amazing. The Note 3 camera is also quite good, but Note 4 is probably one of the best on the markets. So that's all I have to say. Thank you. (laughs)
0: All right, so yeah, Ron has the Sony Xperia Z3V and uh, review out this week as well. So We have reviewed all sorts of devices this week. It's been a busy week. Uh, Ron, let's hear the thoughts on the Z3V.
3: Yeah, it's uh, like I said in my review, and like you just alluded to, it's kind of a weird phone because it's not quite a Z3, not quite a Z2. Um, so they've kept a lot of things from the Z2 and brought over some things from the Z3. Um, but I, I overall, I like it. Um, it's it's a big phone. So I mean, here's I mean, compared to my iPhone in particular, it's gigantic. Um, but even compared to like the Moto X, the Moto X last year's Moto X looks tiny compared to it. Yeah, it does, um, and feels tiny and light compared to it Like when I picked when I picked that back up, I was like, "Oh, whoa, this is a tiny baby phone." Um, so yeah, it's it's. I'd say the big, the big things with I mean, the display looks great. Um, camera is actually pretty good. Um, it's got um, you know probably the biggest size sensor you can get in a smartphone camera. Um, so it does pretty good with uh low light shots. Um it uh it has some weird quirks to it. Um so like you're supposed to be able to tap to wake. That usually works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um so and Sony software is still Sony software. Um, we were kind of talking about like themes earlier. Sony has like a bunch of themes you can switch around. Um most of them like make it worse. Like there's like Candy Crush themes and like it like it, it's not like it's just like, oh now you're Notification bar is pink. It's like that, and all like the home, back, and multitasking buttons have been changed to different candies. And I don't know who wants that. Like that's very confusing to me. So, um, but it's you know it's a good phone. Uh, it's like I said, it's on the bigger size uh, side, and, and because it's glass in the front and the back, that makes me a little bit more nervous. Like if I was walking through the street a lot, like if I lived, if I lived in New York, I'd be a little bit more nervous about like texting while I'm walking around or something. Just because if you drop it, it's almost certainly going to shatter. Um, but it's it's pretty good. So I mean, if you're and, and the, the one thing that I and I talked about this in the review, the one thing that I do like since they kept it uh, kept some of the stuff from the Z2, like I said, um, they kept the basically the design chassis is basically the same as the Z2, and so the speakers are hidden along the edges, and I really really like that look. Uh, instead of the speakers breaking up the glass, I think this looks a lot better. And I made the front white on the Z2. The original uh, the front was still black, um, so it's white on both sides, which I think looks a lot better. So, if you're a Sony fan and you're on Verizon, you're probably never going to see a Z3. Um, this also explains why we had all the Z2 rumors for months and months and months, as it was a weird Frankenstein device. Um, but I mean, if you're a Sony fan and you're on Verizon, I would definitely consider it. Um, it's 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 a good it's a good all around phone. Like any phone, it's got some issues, but
0: but um, it's good. And you actually like the display, right? Because in previous Sony phones, up until yeah, I think this really, year, yeah. they've almost all yeah. been terrible. But this well, one's they good. Have,
2: they have
3: good like, color accuracy and things like that, but the viewing angles were usually horrendous. And yeah. with this one, you get you get slight darkening like you would on most displays as you're turning it, but that's about it. So it's actually a really, really good display. Colors are colors were accurate. Um, so, yeah, it, it's good.
0: And how was... So I had the, the Z3 Compact, and that's my... Great biggest complaint I think was how slow the camera was how's the camera on that in terms of speed like opening it focus shooting everything
3: yes I I, when I was working on my review I read through your compact review again so I noted that that you had the issues with the camera Mm -hmm. Camera's super fast on this so holding down the the camera button it launches within a second uh fires off a shot within a second so it's super fast focuses fast um and with the The dedicated camera button was one of my favorite things about it, too, because you can push it down just a little bit to refocus like you would on a normal camera. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it'll refocus on your – if you're using the stock app, it'll refocus on whatever point you've tapped on. If you're using the Google Camera app, it just refocuses in the center. But being able to do that, you know, if somebody moves around or something, or if you're taking, like, a wildlife shot and there's a little bit of wind or something, you need to refocus again, being able to just push down on that was great. So I kind of wish all phones came with that camera button, but – um, but yeah, it was. It, it's uh, it's a fast shooter and it and it does it does pretty well. I mean, it's it's got its issues. Um, so reds aren't always super accurate, which is a normal. Like even big DSLRs have issues with reds. Uh, whites can be a little overblown, so you usually got to turn down contrast a little bit and do some editing. But um, but it's a it's a pretty good camera.
0: What about battery life? Because before the uh, Z three was coming out, everyone was claiming it was the battery champion and all this stuff. What about the Verizon version? So it'll depend on your usage. So when when I was using
3: it, I was trying to use it like crazy. So I was streaming music and, and doing all sorts of things that I don't normally do because I usually have an iPhone, so I'm worried about my battery life. Um, but like even when I was doing all that, it would get me through a day. If you're not like constantly streaming things, so if you're a normal human that like downloads stuff and all that, um, you should you should be able to at least get through part of a second day, I would think. Um, so again, it'll, it'll depend on your usage, depending on what you're doing, like like with any phone, if you're in the camera constantly, that's going to drain battery a lot, like, you know, there's certain things that are going to drain it a lot, but there's certainly potential to get through, certainly a whole work day, if not a whole day, depending on your usage. Hmm. So it should be lasting longer, I think, because of the battery size, um, but um, I think a big part of that is because the display is so huge, so it's definitely got to drain.
0: It, the The story of that phone is just so weird. Because yeah, the Z2 was supposed to be on Verizon so long ago. And then, well, I mean, the Z2, what, just came out? It's at it nine CES months or something. Yeah, because yeah, I think it was announced at CES, the regular Z2. And then we thought it was coming to Verizon. Yeah, there was pictures of it everywhere. And I think there was even training at some Verizon stores for it. And then all of a sudden, it just disappeared. And then, yeah, the Z3 gets announced six months later, basically. And then Verizon was like, okay. Well, we had the Z2. So, but I think they upgraded it, right? The Z2, they upgraded like the display to the Z3 display, and new camera sensor, I think, and some other things. <laughs> some so, of so it. It is that's the Z3, the thing, but not really. Yeah,
3: yeah so like the, all the software improvements, those all came over. The camera is actually the older one, so it goes up to 6400 ISO. The Z3 okay. goes up to 12800, which God knows why you'd want to do 12800 on a sensor this size, but it can do it. Um, allegedly, so yeah, so, so it's still, most of the most of the phone is still the Z2, but the, but that's the thing, is like there's so much crossover between the Z2 and Z3 anyway as the same processor, it has the same amount of RAM, um, there's just, there's already a lot of crossover because it was such a close upgrade uh, from when the Z2 came out, so yeah. there's there's lots of crossover um, between the two devices, but, hmm. uh, but that's the thing, though, like in terms of performance and everything else like that, you're going to see very, very similar things the only reason that you would, like if you're on well, obviously, if you're on Verizon, you're stuck with the Z3V. But like, if you're, you know, can move to whatever carrier or whatever, I don't know. If there's a lot of reason to go to the Z3V except, or the, sorry, the Z3 um, except for maybe battery life, because I think it's a little bit better on the Z3 from the reviews I saw, um, and the camera's supposed to be a little bit better. But again, the big difference that I was seeing was the higher ISOs, and with a sensor this size, you shouldn't be shooting anything higher than like 3200. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, at least we have a Sony phone on Verizon, which is—it's been a while, and it's—it's it's been since it's the
3: Xperia Play. Yeah, it's been mm. a long. And I don't—I'm—I try, was trying to remember. I don't think there's been a Sony phone before the Xperia Play that I can remember. They were all GSM, and most of them didn't even come over yeah. to the states. Yeah, you're right. So, so, like, if you're if you've been a Sony fan and wanted to get a, like this is the phone to jump on if you really yeah. like Sony stuff, like, and it's got the PlayStation stuff, and it's got a bunch of stuff that you know, like we were talking about earlier, trying to fit things into reviews. Like, there's plenty yeah. of stuff that you can't fit in. Um, so partway through my review, suddenly I got a notification saying, hey, um, the movie app has put together a movie of all the pictures that you've taken so far this month. I was like, oh, that's random. So I opened it up, and it's just it's just a little video with music behind it showing all the pictures and videos I've taken. I was like, huh, I don't know if I would use that, but like if I went on a trip and it just automatically made a video for me, that's actually kind of cool. So like there are certain parts of Sony software. There's plenty of it that drives me bonkers, but there's other things where I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of useful.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Good job, Sony. It sounds like you actually like the phone for the most hey, good part.
1: Good job, Ron. Thank you for your in-depth analysis.
0: <laughs> I feel like we have like 10 more phones we need to review now. There's so many phones out there right now, it's kind of crazy. Nope. I, the, the nice thing is, yeah, Tim's <laughs> like, I'm done. Done reviewing for the rest of the year. Uh, the, the good thing is for customer, like consumers, you have so many. And, and most phones these days are all pretty damn good. I still they're still not like a perfect phone in my opinion, but I mean you got you got a lot of options finally.
1: You got some pretty close some pretty close to perfect yeah. things. Like, you know, phones with yeah. just a few minor things. You know, if the Moto X had a better camera and maybe a better battery then I'd say it'd probably be the perfect
2: phone. And if you want to wait four months, we'll start getting phones again in the spring so we can start the whole process over. Seriously.
1: That's what's great about Android, dude. There's always something on the horizon. I mean, you saw the report. We're already talking about Galaxy Note 5 and, you know, a a UHD Super AMOLED display. Give me a break. So silly. So it never ends. The hype beast never sleeps. But yeah that, I mean, that is the cool thing though is like no matter almost like no matter what
3: carrier you're on like there are lots and lots of options, and a lot of them are really really good,
0: yeah I mean you could still buy the galaxy s five and you'd probably be fine like it's even though the phone came out last March or April whenever that was, still a really good phone so it's crazy how many good good devices there are now, and yeah like dave said and January, when we're at CES, we'll start hearing rumors of all the next ones, people planning dates for launches and all that stuff. And then February, we'll probably see the Galaxy S6. Then you'll buy it in March. I mean, we're not that far away from probably the Galaxy S6, which means the one M9 or whatever we're going to call it from HTC that'll be there too.
1: No M9. Yeah, straight to M10. M10. okay
0: <laughs> M1000. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're like three months away potentially from four months away from a new. So, never stops. Uh, let's see. Uh, moving out of device reviews. So, YouTube announced, and I have to apologize. I haven't read into this at all. So, hopefully, one of you guys will uh, will talk this up. YouTube's music key. <laughs> um, I was well. I was in the middle. Was, this this came out yesterday. So, Google. We got to do our Nexus our Nexus six embargo lifted, and then like 10 things started spamming out like new Google search then YouTube and then th- there was something else in there and then factory images and yesterday was a wild day. So anyways, Google announced YouTube Music Key, which is basically like no ads in your YouTube Music videos and you can add full albums and it kind of combines with Google Play all access for one price, which sounds kind of awesome, but somebody else want to explain that more.
2: Why can't they just make it a YouTube ad free key and just make it on all videos? Like I don't want to see yeah. ads at all. Whether they would, it's on music or a regular video.
1: They would lose too much money. Yeah, they would. I don't think ten ten dollars well, eight dollars for a limited time would be enough to remove all ads for a user, you know, forever on YouTube. I think that's just it's too much. Too much of a loss, I think. But I don't have specific numbers on that. Uh, I would like to tell you more about YouTube Music Key, but I can't. I don't know much about it. All I know is that it's a subscription, <laughs> ad-free music video service that aligns somewhat with your Google Play All Access. You know what? I don't even think Google did a very good job at announcing this or YouTube. No. Like, if no. we don't, this is our job, and we don't even know what it is. Right. That's
0: it's, that's it's beta, right? You can't sign up for it now. Exactly. Oh, it's to...
1: a close. It's technically closed. You have to get invited into it. Exactly, like like every other Google service these days. Who do they think they they are? Apple with all their closed uh, and, it, you know, and it, stuff.
2: But if you get the music key, it includes all access, right? Or we're, right. we're getting rid of all access. Like it's just going to become YouTube Music key. But then you have it attaches to. I Google think Pro they're music?
0: still separate. Like I think if you're an all access subscriber, you just get music key when it goes live. I think. So then why or, keep
2: two? You know, like hey, which one do you subscribe to? Because it doesn't matter. You get both services. <laughs> So I don't why know. have the assets for both just... I mean, and if, and if they're going to keep one of them, I'd rather have YouTube Music Key because it just sounds a little better than Google Play All Access.
0: <laughs> it's the same reason that we uh, Google just introduced a brand new SMS app even though Hangouts is <laughs> supposed to be everything and that we have Inbox and Gmail and an email app. You know what I mean?
2: Does... <laughs> the, message, the new messaging app rely on the Google Play services, though, which Hangouts would... I mean, I guess it doesn't make sense. I don't know.
0: Can, it's a really cool uh, app, but everybody. like Google we'll just tried to get everyone to convert everything to Hangouts, and then they're like, check out this really awesome SMS app.
1: Yeah, me- me- the messaging app seems pretty pointless. I mean, to me, like <laughs> I I have texts come in, but all my texts are now merged with Google Voice, right. so the the, te- the SMSs don't even go to the messaging app. All it's so... telling
2: us is that there's a lot of people who are resisting the change to Hangouts.
0: That's probably That's part really of it. All yeah. cool that
2: it's essentially letting us know is that not everybody's on board with Hangouts, so they have to release this normal messaging app for people that don't want to do that.
1: Maybe yeah. it's just me, but I don't even like the new Hangouts. Like, I don't like how I can't no, s- slide step, through it and anything. It's like, like it four sucks. steps
2: backwards from the previous UX, uh, user experience. One yeah,
1: step forward and two steps back, I do believe.
2: I was just thinking that as well. I'm not even giving them the step forward. <laughs> yeah, just,
1: two just two steps back.
0: Okay. Because Like, you. I use two different accounts in Hangouts, and... Switching in between accounts takes way too long. Like you have to. I, I don't even know. I, mean, I need to pull. It. Like you have to, you have to swipe uh, you over. Like back out of the
3: conversation you're in.
0: Yes, that's yeah. it. You have to back out of the conversation, then swipe out. Swipe from the edge and right? switch. Yeah, it's such a frustrating. Like you should always be able to swipe to just access accounts. I shouldn't have to go back to the conversation screen. It's, it is is a terrible design, I would agree. It
2: seems that it's just because they wanted to get rid of the drawer in the app, so because you're swiping between the two tabs and I don't understand why, yeah. because if you look at, like, the Play Store you have tabs, but you also have the drawer, so...
3: Right, and you, you uh, can always access the drawer but I don't mean know got the other tab like, the other tab is useless, I never go to that other
2: tab They're not opposed to that pattern of having tabs and a nav drawer. So why they actually didn't implement that in Hangouts is probably anybody's guess. Hopefully we're know. just in the middle of some big transition. You know, they've been rolling out all of the extra Google Voice support uh, Voice Voice support. Yeah. So hopefully it's gonna be like one big like, here it is, here's the new beautiful app that you've been waiting for.
0: How many times have they redone Hangouts in its short life? I feel like it just keeps changing and changing. Now there's like a dialer built in. Does anyone use Google Hangouts Dialer? By the way, has anyone ever used it?
1: Well, I did try it once or twice, but then I right. found I found that when I was using it, it wasn't syncing properly with my Google Google account, so I wasn't getting the numbers that I already had in my like in my cloud or in my storage. So I was like, this is totally pointless. I don't know anyone's number. The only person's number I know is mine and my mom's. And right. That's just because she's had it for 20 years. So other than that, you know, I don't know your number or anyone. I rely on my phone, and if
2: dialer's not going to give that to me, then well, I think can't use it. I think they're trying to make it that you can communicate. They want to make the idea of a dialer not dependent on phone numbers, you know, because we talk to so many people digitally now, like maybe I don't have Ron's phone number, but I want to call and speak to Ron for whatever reason. So if I'm using Hangouts, then I can essentially use my phone as a phone and contact Ron without actually having to know his phone number. But I do think right now it's just a mix, and they are just they don't have it right.
1: And is it seriously just me, or does the Hangout icon not even have like a material flat look yet? Only the dialer part of it has uh, the, the dialer, flat material that's look. That's
2: because they haven't pushed that out. That's why I think we're still in the middle. It was like we yeah. were going to put in some material stuff to get you ready, and then... We're gonna roll out with the. the we're going
1: we're gonna warm you up to this terrible design, and then push you just full on. Well, for all us.
2: for all we know that uh, it wasn't possible to do maybe like full dialer integration with old Android. Maybe with 5.0, there's new hooks that we're not aware of yet, and they'll be able to make Hangout calls route through the normal dialer, and like the dialer will be smart enough to know whether you're doing you know a, a traditional phone call or if it's gonna be a digital. Through data using like a Hangouts type connection system. There's probably I, a new I think ADVI there's something, or something that we don't know yet that they're planning. It's like a big move and we're just seeing the like inkling, like the beginning of it.
0: It could very well be. All I know is they just redid this app not that long ago, right? Hangouts, and it's terrible looking. And they need to redo it now and give us material design. I forgot that this was like the last one that needs material design still. Isn't it basically
1: the last one? The last big one. Um,
2: so I mean Good question. Technically,
1: this kinda has it, like a parts of it. The it's just not very intuitive the way I can't slide out of the conversation anymore. So this
0: is when Google needs to at least the way it's set up now. This is when Google needs to steal the backward swipe gesture from Apple. It mm. would be perfect in this new setup.
1: Yeah, but only a few apps even take advantage of that that I found. Like Instagram was a good one for it, but I didn't really find any other usage.
0: Speaking that. of Instagram, in the new update, we. Android finally got pulled a refresh <laughs> after all this time.
1: Congratulations, it, Instagram! It finally it did. Bring yeah, on finally hyperlapse.
0: Got finally got pulled a refresh. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, all right. So we skipped right over this YouTube Music you thing, kind of. That's because so none YouTube's of us really know
2: what's going on. With it. <laughs> know pay money, you Nobody you knows. Nobody knows. Advertisements, and you get access to curated playlists. I think is all that I've seen. There's basically, like, a new music
0: section or something in YouTube, and you can add full album playlists and things like that. And apparently it's going to slowly integrate with Google Play Music all access videos and all that stuff together as one.
2: So is this supposed to be, like, MTV 2.0, like... Probably. Like, I need a channel with just music videos?
1: MTV2 was MTV 2.0. This would be, like, 3.0 or 4.0.
2: The Rebirth? How about we don't even give it a number? Yeah. The next generation. Next all you Jay. need
1: to know is that if you want to listen to Taylor
3: Swift, you have to buy her album on iTunes. That's all you need to know.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> you can't make me. You can't you're, make me do you're it. Do it Bye. Yeah, I still haven't listened to Tay Tay.
2: I'd rather download. I looked for it, it on, on Spotify on. and couldn't find it, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can
1: find it on Share Bear. and then
2: I can it. <laughs>
0: I've heard of ShareBear in a long time.
1: ShareBear and Kazan LimeWire, the the quickest way to get a virus on your Lime PC. Wire. Yeah,
3: I <laughs> uh, downloaded music. This why is this music in .exe file?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I felt I was I was
1: a young kid, man. I totally ruined my dad's computer back in the day. <laughs> Brand new Dell, just destroyed. Dude, you got a Dell. But that was when that commercial was huge. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why is this album an EXE wow <laughs> <laughs> Double click. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, you yeah. can change my homepage. That's explosion. Yeah. <laughs> wow, those were those were good days. Mm,
3: the wild west. days. Wild those west, west of legal activity. yeah
1: struggling <laughs> to download music on a DSL line when Napster was trying to be legit. <laughs> That's bad huh?
0: Alright, um, in other news, HTC went from Robert Downey Jr. to Robinson Cano, baseball player who is now the brand ambassador. I don't know why they would do that, but I, we don't really know what HTC does anymore. You know, maybe um, maybe
1: they won't even use him for phones. Maybe they're going to line him up with the re-camera or something like that. You know, that could be cool. That could be. The guy that probably lives you know. a really exciting life. I mean... Does it, I don't really, like, the whole celebrity so, endorsement of smartphones okay, to me doesn't yeah. make any sense anymore. No. Don't uh, know, what do I care because phones? Because every single ones. one of them is
3: back using an iPhone after, like, three days, so. Right.
0: Right. So, yeah, somebody go check Robin Sikono's Twitter. I bet he's tweeting <laughs> that, from an iPhone. That was
1: right. the first thing I did, and he has no kind of affiliates. It doesn't even say from Twitter web client or anything like that. They're all blank. Oh. So what? his team must be really good at... Uh, or maybe
2: in. Twitter's starting to mask that stuff for people that are, like...
1: <laughs> Endorsed.
2: <laughs> Endorsed. Or
1: verified or something. Like, they have yeah. a little, like,
2: click sorry. That way no one can know what you're tweeting from.
1: Exactly. No, that's really smart. Because too many people have been screwed over. Alicia Keys, Jennifer Lopez, I think, possibly. Just too many people are getting scammed by that. Is yeah. Steve Mobile still a thing? Uh, yes, I, I think I did J-Lo, I'll ask her. Yeah, let me call my girl J-Lo, Jenny from the block.
0: They closed, uh, like, the flagship store in New York already, uh, but yeah, I think there's still sure, okay. a website. I believe there's still a website. We can, <laughs> That's too, too much. much.
2: How do you That's access good. the website, though, if you are trying to go buy your first device that has internet?
3: Just uh, change look. your computer's uh, language to Spanish.
2: Okay, they might be
0: completely dead. I just searched Viva Mobile and the, they, <laughs> the, the, the website doesn't weird. even come up.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so.
0: VivaMobile.com? Uh, it was good at
3: first. They only oh, no, have. It's, it's completely gone.
0: Yeah, URL not found. It redirected me to getviva.com with just a giant URL not found. Wow, wow, that was a quick death. They didn't even announce anything, though. There's nothing... I'll they're, on, rem- they're on Twitter. Let's I'll see. Remember I remember
1: I, I was there for the announcement. It'll go down as one of my favorite memories of all time.
0: They still have a so. Twitter account. Last tweet, August 22nd. I mean, the Twitter account makes it look like they're still alive. But yeah, getviva.com. Click that and... That's no. gone, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tim sitting at the Viva Mobile event. is That'll go down in, in Droid Live history, I think. Just yeah.
1: jaw open for Jennifer Lopez the whole time. <laughs> what Apparently did we, what did we think was coming? Stores.
0: We thought it was... What was it? What was the thing that we... Yeah, we all thought there was a big announcement and everyone just went, uh, what? Think, wasn't it, was it the one? I thought maybe it was the one.
1: I think it was the one
0: the original one, because it didn't come yeah, to Verizon initially, and no. so we were waiting for it, and we, yeah, we all thought and it was they, in and Vegas. And Verizon said, hey,
1: we're going to have a big
3: announcement. Everybody they, come out. They got us. <clears throat> they rickrolled rolled yeah. us.
0: They did. They really did. <sighs> Apparently only had
3: 15 locations, and I drove by one uh, not too long ago, like a year ago. <laughs> not too long ago. I'm going to go see if it's still there. Oh,
0: that's right, because NYC LA and Miami was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they no longer exist apparently. Kevin t- does not work.
1: Their tweets are painful. Like I get it. Like it's it's a carrier store that is all about Jennifer Lopez. But <laughs> like all <laughs> their all their tweets just have to do with Jennifer Lopez. Like oh look at this Jennifer Lopez fan took advantage of our case deal. Like this is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so, what a failure that thing was. That was a big time failure. It was. Uh yeah, Although, something else I was say. What?
1: it should be noted that the gentleman who went in on this, who invested his money in this, is now the CEO for Sprint.
0: Well, no, he wasn't an investor. He was uh, it was uh, when he was whatever he, his other company was, he was basically like we're gonna distribute for them or something like that.
1: He whatever partnered he partnered up was. to help create Viva Mobile.
0: Yeah, so Sprint's CEO was on stage with J Lo at that event and was like, "Yes, this is awesome. Our first store is going to open in New York City." Yeah, now he's the CEO of Sprint.
1: <laughs> he just got too busy, too busy. So, so busy. what I'm hearing
0: is Sprint is going to go the way of Viva Mobile. Probably.
1: They already have
0: <laughs> the guy. Well, yeah, it's it, which is which is funny because the guy is apparently a, a Brilliant businessman. He's worth like billions, a couple billion, I think. He's and busy. he's just he's basically the CEO of Sprint just because he's like I don't have anything else to do. I might as well kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, so I don't know that we even want to dive into this, but the Obama FCC classified the internet as a utility thing. Does anyone want to talk about that? It just sounds like something. That I don't would take think we should talk show. about
2: it until we have a definitive on what's actually going to happen.
0: That's true, because the last I saw was Tom Wheeler was freaking out. after Politicians
2: say one thing, the president says something, the FCC is like, no, we're going to do this. Well, we want to hear what you think, and then we're yeah. going to get something else entirely. So let's wait I, till we get the terrible decision that they come to, and then we can talk about it. If you if still access your show, because I don't know if you'll be in the paid lane, so <laughs> it might not be something anybody's going to be able to see.
0: We probably won't be able to afford the paint blade, so uh, I don't think anyone will be able to watch by the time that that's uh, handed down.
1: Sorry, folks,
3: <laughs> we're shutting down. <laughs> yeah. We're going the way a Beetle-Mobile.
0: <laughs> probably, probably. All right, so we'll skip that. You're right. We should wait until the FCC actually lays out its plan for net neutrality, and it's, then uh, it's nice to see that Obama's on board with it. But it
3: doesn't. Loving like me, make F-
1: difference. Loving me, some Obama right now.
0: Yeah, so at least Obama said this is how it should be, but like you said, it doesn't really matter what he said.
2: I mean, I'm pretty, he appointed
0: Wheeler, didn't he?
2: Yes. No, somebody told him to appoint Wheeler. Wow.
1: <laughs> okay. The well.
0: lobbyists. His administration appointed Wheeler.
1: So he's basically job
0: saying, job. like, Wheeler, you better listen to me without actually saying that. But, well, but Wheeler doesn't have to, that's the thing. No, he doesn't have to. Independently run <laughs> is the FCC.
3: I am the law. <laughs> he's like George Dredd over yeah, there, dude. Like basically, basically, like Obama gets to appoint him, but like if the FCC head wants to like get rid of everything, you know, like kill like Verizon cellular access, yeah. he, can't. he, can't. he can. not He can not do it. He just get um, rid of all the cellular, so then nobody can do their jobs. That's the FCC. The FCC just rules the world.
1: He's like a uh, Roman emperor. Thumbs up, thumbs I'm, down on everything.
3: Yeah, let's see. Everybody Tom Wheeler does his
0: job. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: okay.
3: okay. Um, wasn't he talking about? Wasn't he referencing like splitting the baby? That wasn't he? Did see that?
0: I don't know. What happened to a baby?
3: It's the it's the story from uh, it's from the Bible where where Solomon has to two moms come in both claiming they have the that it's their kid, so Solomon says he's gonna split the kid, and then the real mom says no.
1: And people say know. the Bible isn't violent. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So much I don't know violence. who's saying that. Anybody who's saying, saying that has not read it. <laughs> Chapter 6, God's like, let's kill everybody. So, <laughs> Bill,
1: Bill O'Reilly told me. <laughs> I,
0: I will say that when Obama released that statement in, in, in fun little video, the only people in the entire country that basically came out immediately and said no are the carriers. That's it. Like No one else. And, and, oh, and Ted Cruz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, that's it's, it's it. It's Obamacare for the internet,
3: guys. That's all you need to know about it. We didn't need to talk about it. It's Obamacare for the internet. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll sign up for what you'll sign up for internet through the government. And, you know, 8 to 9 months later, you might get some information about what kind of coverage yeah. you get. I
2: you hope can, when they uh, open uh, enrollment, when they let people know that they're going to put through like a crap policy that all of the websites band together and are like, let's really destroy this. Like I want to see Google go black. Like, legit, like, I'm sorry, you can't use Google until you call and voice a complaint, and then you can have access again.
3: Yeah, that'll be that'll be great. I'll love all the support calls I get, Dave. Thank
1: you.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: my Google is black. And so my do Google anything? is black. <laughs> That's the same thing that happened to me after I opened that .exe file off of uh, <laughs> <I'm a laughs> <Share> Bear. <laughs> it said it "said I couldn't access this site unless I paid $5. Really so. <laughs> Here's the good
3: news, though. When Obamacare comes to the Internet, you're going to be able to keep your same great carrier. That's We, more just,
1: we nice. just need Google Fiber.
3: I mean, they really just need
1: to start expanding. No, Obama, Google Fiber will die. That's not included done.
3: in one of the plans, so... Yeah
0: fortunately. Did you face. see that, that AT&T actually announced that they're halting their fiber expansion because of what Obama just said or something oh, like that? Oh, gosh. Like they, they had actually announced that, I think. <laughs> Your move, they're, they're stopping because of <laughs> un, uncertainty under potential net neutrality. Uh, we uh, we have to slow down our fiber. <laughs> even, even AT&T has no idea how the government works. That's great. Yeah, no, they don't. So yeah, I mean ever the only people that came out and said anything what AT&T, Verizon, Comcast and they all screamed and said, "No, this is innovations over." <laughs> it should be it should be fun to to watch what uh, Tom Wheeler has to do. Yeah, cuz he did the right the FCC delayed their their final proposal or whatever they're doing or Because Tom Wheeler apparently freaked out after what Obama said or something like that. I think that was the headline. It was basically, Tom Wheeler is crying, we're delaying. That was the headline.
3: And nobody's getting Netflix.
0: Your Netflix days are over. Uh Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Tim, you got apps or anything you want to
1: talk about? Yeah, I've got one game I would like to talk about. Uh, The game is called Two Dots from the makers of Dots, the original Dots game where you just make little squares with the same colored dots. Uh, This one, two dots, is essentially the same thing except in two dots you have to complete challenges and go through different levels. The original Dots, there is only one level um, I think they kind of I think they might have changed that up afterwards I stopped playing after like six months or something because the game never changed. you know there was really nothing uh, ever to do. You just try and see how far you can go in a certain amount of time uh with two dots i've gotten to level ten so far, but from what I can tell, um you have challenges you have to get ten different uh ten red dots, ten blue dots, ten green dots, and then it just gets harder. Um, the amount of moves you have to make within a certain challenge gets fewer. And it's actually a lot of fun. It's a good sequel to Dots. So if you do enjoy Dots and that type of Dots gameplay, then I do highly recommend it. I just shared it into the IRC chat room, um, which we didn't mention before, but we do have an IRC chat room, which people should know about. And I just shared it. (laughs) So yes, two Dots from the makers of Dots. If you like Dots, check out Two Dots. Thank you. I dots.
0: still haven't played it, but I really need to, because I was a huge fan of the original Dot.
1: You were absolutely, and I said, "Dude, Two Dots," and you're like, "What's Two Dots?" I was like, "From the makers of Dots, <laughs> or the maker of Dots." So yeah, it's a, it's cool, and it looks good. It's very flat, you know. It has what's nice is yeah, if you have KitKat, or newer, it does have immersive mode, so it kind of takes up your whole display, and it looks really good. The music's pretty sick, and gameplay is smooth. I dig it, and it's free to download, which is a huge plus. For a lot of Android fans. Don't worry, I got all your backs out there.
0: You always do. You always do. (laughs)
1: Yeah, all you LimeWire users out there. (laughs) My share bear brothers. Share bear. (laughs) My cubs.
0: (laughs) Uh, Ron, did you have an app you wanted to talk about? (laughs) My cubs.
3: Uh, Yeah. So uh, ViscoCam, or ViscoCam, or however you're supposed to pronounce them, uh, came out with a new update. Uh, today for iOS and Android. Um, The big changes are, I mean, they they did updates all around, but um, (coughs) uh, VSCO has always had the the grid where you can upload your pictures. Um, And they've always kind of said that they're not um, competing with Instagram. so like they've always had the ability to share your photos straight on Instagram and all that. Um, But now they've kind of changed things up a little bit so that you can add text um, to the photos and things like that, and you kind of put together... It's a little bit more expansive with what you can do with it. Um, The editing tools are just as crazy to try and understand what's going on. So, like, none of the UI has actually been improved in a way that a normal human could understand what's going on. Uh, But it's still... So, I mean, overall, it's the same app. Um, One of the other things that's in in here is uh, in the um, updated uh, options here is it's got split focus exposure on select HTC devices. So I'm assuming that means you can adjust exposure based on which of the two... uh, sensors you're using which is kind of cool um so but that's that's the big thing so if you're if you're using disco it's got um they've updated that now um i don't use it but if you want to use it you can i mean it's got good editing features in there but uh, the the ui is just still really really bad like i just installed it
0: i have some friends that use it well i see all their instagram photos they
3: yeah, hashtag they, visco like, Yeah. hashtag Hashtag VSCO yeah. yeah, and it's like the So like you still have to import pictures, which is annoying It's like mm. if you took a picture in your normal camera app It doesn't just access your camera roll You have to manually import them, which Who wants to do that? Um,
0: it's just so Oh yeah, you're right That's, you that's not that.
3: very
1: intuitive No, it's not So it's I
0: don't know. Oh yeah, you're right, I I just imported Yeah. <laughs> why am I importing? Yeah, why can't it just access? Like, Lollipop opened up all of this. I yeah. they need a Lollipop update. All right, well I'll be uh, not using that.
1: <laughs> I like their I like their hype beast filter, which they've had, you know, since the first launch, I believe. Yeah. Wait, so they do filters. have some good filters, but the overall app is basically unusable in my book. Just the way <laughs> I can't figure out any of the symbols they've got. Like no, what is this like, little flag? With some
3: time you learn how to do it, and like once you actually get into a picture and do, use the editing tools, like that part is actually nice, but Instagram has that already. So I mean, Instagram based. they, they baby. still had it before, but Instagram once Instagram added it, I was like, okay, I really don't now. I really, really don't see the point. Like, I was already using Snapseed, yeah. and then Instagram added it. So, if, like, I, there's just already so many other options. That I don't know. Like, people really, really like the app, but I just I don't get it. I don't get the appeal.
1: Just give me HDR scape in Instagram, and life will be good. <laughs> I can oversaturate all the things. Uh, Sam just
0: HDR scapes no. everything. <laughs> <Gosh>. <sighs> <sighs> gives Ron an instant headache. Mm -hmm. Instant headache.
3: It's my new app. It's a headache. It's just a a a series of all the pictures Tim's ever taken. It's pretty intuitive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great. You open the app, the picture's right there, no weird icons, you you open it and you're done. It's great.
0: (laughs) Uh, There was an app I was actually going to toss out there. Well, the new Moto Connect app has kind of got a material design makeover. So if you have uh, Moto 360, Moto Connect got that. Well, it's got Motorola Body or whatever they're calling it, which it kind of had that before. They just renamed it Moto Body, which is like their health kit, basically. Google Fit Kit, whatever you want to call it. Anyways, you also get, with the update and if you have Moto 360, a whole bunch of new watch faces, including the watch face that was in the design face-off or whatever we call it, the winner from that. Obviously, it's not the the design he submitted, but it's based off of that and uh, it's pretty awesome. There's also a make-your-own watch face, which you can put your own pictures on and change the dial and numbers and all that stuff. It's a pretty sweet update.
1: That was a totally sick update.
0: Yeah, really good. Good job, mm. Moto.
1: Yes. And now just let us buy the bands.
0: Yeah, so speaking of those, over the weekend, uh, someone, one of our readers noticed that Moto 360 watch bands were available through... AT&T. Well, it, well, if we backtrack a little bit more, Motorola announced the metal versions are now available, and they said watch bands are coming. I think we talked about this in the last show. Anyways, one of our readers noticed they were available on AT&T, so we told you guys, go buy them if you want to from AT&T. Tim and I ordered a bunch, and then like Monday morning, they canceled our orders. So we tried to reorder them, and Tim's wouldn't even go through. They just were like fighting him. My order went through, and I looked on PayPal, and my order's still pending as of today. It's been like four days. They haven't canceled my order. It's just pending. And I went on ATT's site today to look to see status or anything. All the watch bands are gone. So clearly, ATT jumped the gun a little bit. So you can't order them. I don't know what's taking so long. Why we can't order bands? They were supposed to be in the fall and I guess it's still technically the fall but
3: this is the Moto 360 experience and now it's super early and they make you wait forever and ever and ever for any exactly. part of the product to ever come out
1: I that is say, one thing but, about Motorola yeah you're right Ron yeah you are Ron. and I really hate to say it <laughs> that's how you, haven't, you, are. <laughs> you haven't got to say that in a while though no that's true it's good to have you back <laughs> I hate I hate always being right so it's good to have you here yeah that must be really happy
3: not have anybody to tell you how to correctly
1: pronounce words. Dude, I mean, I get so jacked up on coffee throughout the day. I'm just zooming in my head like in a million <laughs> miles true. an hour.
3: You zoom? I zoom. It's a good Scraps reference. I don't think I've ever watched that. Oh, oh come on. The whole thing's on Netflix.
1: Yeah, that show's been off the air for like five years, ten years. Let's leave it alone. I don't <laughs> let have... It, let it die. Wait, you don't have Netflix? What do you know?
2: I I don't... Who needs what? what is
3: happening on over
2: there? I,
0: so
3: I mean, Netflix.
2: I don't, I don't use Netflix all that much, and I have it.
0: Yeah, so you're just wasting money. Cancel it. You'll be better off God. in life.
3: Batman like my and Batman Returns are
2: on Netflix now. Get it? It's like <laughs> my channel membership.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably on every streaming service. I
2: probably have those already in my Plex library. So <laughs>
0: did you get them from I, Limeware? I, <laughs> I <laughs> Uh, don't open the EXE, Don't install Batman. Don't uh, install Batman. No, I canceled Netflix years ago because we we do this thing. My wife and I do this thing where we go, oh, let's watch something on Netflix. So we open Netflix, and then we go through all the old garbage on there and go, should we watch that? No. What about that? No. no. And like 45 minutes later, we still haven't picked anything to watch because it's all old crap, and so we canceled it. And I seriously haven't looked back ever since.
1: I do feel as if Netflix is getting a bit better. It's gotten um, better. yeah. yeah absolutely. 100%. It was
3: awful garbage.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But it has gotten better. You know, uh, the first of the month rolls around. I'm like, all right, what's new on Netflix? You see the blog post coming up like, here's what's new on Netflix. All Robin Williams movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. So... You know, it's great. Uh, They're really quick on turnaround times, I think, uh, especially with TV stuff now these days, too. Like, you're seeing, you know, uh, the seasons that were previously out are now hitting Netflix and stuff, so it's good. But again, you know, like, I pay for cable, I pay for Hulu, I pay for Netflix. You know, it's hard having all those services, but at the same time, Netflix does have a a permanent spot in my home, uh, because I do appreciate the service. Although I do not pay the extra for DVD rentals, I find that is a complete waste of money. No. Yeah, we don't have cable, so my wife and I just pay for Hulu and Netflix. and
0: train. So that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense.
3: What about
1: yeah. HBO Go? No HBO Go, bro? No. Oh, you're not living.
0: <laughs> you're not living if you don't have HBO. <laughs> I have HBO Go, but I don't use it either because I just if I, if HBO I have on HBO on TV. Yeah, well, you have
3: to have a cable subscription to do it. Right. Or you've or you got to jack somebody else's credentials. you got go to go online, wire, and download those. I can, yeah, I got those on online, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. ShareHub. Uh, your, your dad's computer is still recovering. It's fine. <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah. Uh, anything else, Dave? you have any apps you want to plug or
2: anything? I do not. But thank you for asking. Or anything, uh,
0: on, anything on the horizon? No. Anything on the horizon? We should be up. For? When are you going to material design all of your icon packs?
2: Uh, are you talking about just having the icons for that to look like their material counterparts?
0: No, I mean like you redo your app so that the that's all of them. So oh. you get that really cool animation with the arrow and the hamburger thing when Ooh, I slide yes, out.
2: Ooh, uh, That's a good question. Yeah, it is a good <laughs> question. It, it, it's in progress, and we'll see what happens. Okay, thanks, Dave. I wish I, I wish I had an ETA, but uh, I I, well, I within I pay, ninety days though, right? I yeah. pay my programmers a really low amount, so they only give me their very <laughs> extra hours.
1: How many bananas do you give them? <laughs> the, the code monkeys throw in bananas.
2: <laughs> Only on completion. One full banana.
0: <laughs> One full banana.
1: Bill the Chinaman.
0: Green banana. you got to wait. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, sweet. Anything else anybody wants to uh, talk about?
1: Thanks for joining us, Ron. Great seeing you. I'll see you next fall.
2: <laughs>
0: see you in a couple months, Ronald. Uh, all right, cool. Well, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, episode 7-3. Uh, we are out. Peace. <sighs>